0: On part two of this episode of the Funeral Cast, Panton tells me about proper cemetery behavior, but first a word from our sponsor. A common question that people ask us at Frigid Fluid is, can we mix Frigid's chemicals with chemicals from another company? Now in general, embalming chemicals from different companies are safe to mix in the sense that they shouldn't cause harm to the embalmer. Some companies' fluids do work better when they are used as a planned system which is by design. However, this is not the case for frigid fluids. Our fluids are designed to work together, of course, but they can be complemented or used to complement fluids from another company with success to the embalmer. All right. So um, let's uh, talk about um, something that's uh, a little bit um, more uh, lighthearted here. Now, one of the the place where I think that we f- might have found each other. Oh, no, we knew each other before that. But you introduced me to this group um, called Stairs and Morticians. And- oh, yes. <laughs> the group... <laughs> This is a Facebook group. I really appreciate this group because it's different than any of the other funeral directing groups. Yeah. So first of all, it's open to the public, and it's huge. Like, I think I checked the numbers on it before we got on tonight. It's like 36,000 people in this. Yeah, group. it's huge. It's humongous. Um, And you you regularly display, display your caskets that you yes. had designed in there. You don't, of course, show any uh, dead bodies. But what I really yeah. like about this group is this group is really – I'm not sure how to put this the peanut gallery for the funeral industry <laughs> um you know <laughs> the gatekeepers I mean nobody is safe like I you know I'm pretty like visible in the funeral industry and like whenever I think to myself okay I'm gonna do this am I gonna get like canceled by stairs and mortician right because yeah it, it's I,
1: I I know I know they they don't you know
0: what
1: I think. I think why that well the group was created by Canadians and I'm, I'm not sure if you know I think it's basically created by Canadians.
0: Yes, I well I know the the you know Chuck right sort of so yeah um, right. you know. yeah so
1: yeah I think I think they created a group that was for both consumers. And professionals, because where you know me from is Embalmers Who Care. Ah, right. But yeah. So, um, you know, that group was just, is, is just for professionals. And I mean, that's good because, I mean, you know, if you want tips, anything that you really want to know, um, Embalmers Who Care, and any of the professional groups like that is a good place for you to go and, and and, you know, get information. But I think the purpose of this group was just for people to know, like, look, this is what really happens in the funeral industry. And there are naysayers out there who really do not like us, really do not like us. And this is where you can come to find out what really, really happens. And you know, she she who should not be named, you know, she's a, she's a sore of topic there. But I mean, honestly, I don't blame them. I, I don't blame them because you have people now thinking that we are like vultures. And you don't have to you don't have to respect us. You don't have to listen to what we think. You can just go ahead and, and do everything yourself. So I, I like the group for that, but yeah, they don't play
0: yeah you that makes sense right and they don't let anything go right no. and it, it doesn't matter who it is and you know we've already discussed one sort of popular funeral director person and like all sorts of stuff like that and they're always goal is is what is respectful with dead people right yes. now, it may not always be phrased in a way that's very respectful with dead people but the attitude is always very respectful for dead people and one of the things that this group really cannot stand is people cemeteries yes goofing around in cemeteries so i sent you to this letter to the editor um and i'm going to read it um here um so this is in a um this is a, a Logan city cemetery, which is in Utah. All right. Mm-hmm. And this, this woman, right? Her name is Rachel Bont. She writes, if you've lost a loved one, you know how devastating and life altering it can be future conversations and holidays, acknowledged with flowers, gifts, and one-sided conversations in a place you hope would you would neverly really, never have to regularly visit. Now, imagine tears running down your cheeks as you talk to a cold stone, telling someone how much you have missed them. You look up and witness a dog peeing on a grave a couple rows down. You then hear college kids yelling as they're fighting for a pass of a football, and they jump over gravestones and even kick over lovingly placed flowers. You then see a family with little kids removing toys from graves of babies and infants, parents staring at phones while kids then move on to climbing up old headstones that have already been chipped away from time, wind, and people's poor decisions. This is the reality of visiting your loved ones at Logan City Cemetery. I understand it is the middle of a university, but it is treated as a park with no rules and not a cemetery. There is no reason to have dogs there. If you're cleaning up your dog's waste, your dog is literally urinating and defecating on someone's loved one. There's no reason to be walking with children up there as you watch them disrespect graves, move items, and run around screaming and yelling, seeing who can jump or climb the highest. If students are cutting across, it isn't a place for blaring music or playing games. It's also not a place for bike racing. This is not a parking lot when you can't find a good place to park for a game. Please show some compassion and respect for those laid to rest there and any person that visits the cemetery for its intended purpose. Finally, it is never okay to remove things from a grave that is not yours or is something you didn't place there yourself. You're not only stealing from the dead, but you are adding more pain to a person that has already suffered a great loss. Let's do better. Thank you to the cemetery staff that work so hard. I understand that a lot of these issues are out of their control. So kind of like the difference about like what we're talking about in this and what we is kind of like frowned upon and stairs mortician is like the people that they are, um, critical of are misusing the cemetery because it does have dead people, and these people sound like they're not even paying attention to the fact that it is a cemetery, right? Yeah. either cut through. So where do you kind of draw the line on like using a cemetery for something that's not just going to visit your loved one there? all right. so, as you said, this topic has been
1: discussed. Over and over and over in Stairs in um they basically have a problem with the deathlings. Um, so people who like to pose on graves and, and and things like that, use them as props for photo shoots, things like that. Um, so as somebody who likes to visit cemeteries, because I. Cemeteries I, I, I love. I love reading about people. I, I like to see the different kinds of architecture that's there. In Jamaica, we don't have that so much because we just have like just the graves and the headstone. We don't have any mausoleums, anything, anything like that. That's too exciting. Um, but as far as cemeteries go, I actually do like when people visit cemeteries, but the way that they do it in the article. That that lady wrote, that would be a no-no. There is no reason to be using a cemetery as a dog park. You that 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 that, that one is a no. And as she said, even if you pick up after the dog, it still, you know, it still mess somebody's grave up. That's a no. You can't have unattended kids. Kids don't know. Honestly, kids, you can't really blame kids because they don't know better. They're not. They're not aware that that's somebody's loved one. They, they don't understand anything like that. But she did say was in the middle of a university, so people do trek across the the um the cemetery. You cannot remove things from you cannot remove things from graves. I think if I if I saw somebody doing that with one of my loved ones, I would probably be livid. I, I, I don't like that at all. But I do remember someone speaking about using the cemetery for events. And that is a good way to make money for the upkeep of a cemetery. In Jamaica, we should probably do something like that because our public cemeteries are are not well-maintained at all. And sad to say, but you'll see goats roaming all over the cemetery (laughs) on people's (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, because for that same, like my grandmother, My grandmother, she's buried in a public cemetery. Usually, the rest, for my family, they do not go in public cemeteries. It's a private family cemetery. My grandmother, though, she is at a public cemetery. And like, every time I go, I kind of, you know, I get upset um, because they do have the goats roaming around. You know, so I did say to my family, let us fence the graveyard because here we can do that. Oh, we actually, okay. you know, Here we can actually fend, fence the grave around. So that was the idea. I mean, I have no problems. Again, you know, if you do go to a funeral and you're at the graveside, you're obviously going to be standing on somebody's grave. I have no, those I have no problem with because where else are you going to stand? But the intentional, intentional misuse of a cemetery, that would be a no-no.
0: Yeah, or just, uh, right, exactly. Like, uh, you know, I, I don't mind if, you know, if I was buried in a cemetery and somebody brought their dog to say, you know, see the grave of their owner, yeah, right? Yeah. Like, that's one thing as opposed to being like, oh, I walk my dog in the cemetery and treating it like a normal dog walking place, right? Right. That's, you know, that's one. and of course, people just playing in there to play in there. You know, if you're playing games and stuff in the cemetery, it's not real safe anyway. No. Know. Um, you know, even when I was like a, a, prior to being a funeral director, I always liked going to visit cemeteries too. And I still do, you know, I think they're neat. I don't, being in Chicago, there's a ton of cemeteries that I have not visited that I should, right? Because there's yes cool I I went to one I went to one in Chicago um
1: 2017 2017 I did go I did go and I had a bright idea of visiting Chicago
0: in winter nobody warned me (laughs) (laughs) it's tough on your Jamaican sensibilities I'm sure you know nobody (laughs) warned me you know what
1: and since you do like visiting cemeteries I do have to recommend one there is, I, know, I I always forget the name, but there is one in, um, in Guayaquil in Ecuador, down in South America. Um, that cemetery is it, it, it. really, 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 really nice. I know like people always think of like Père Lachaise in, in, in Paris or, or um, I can't remember the name of it, that one there in New Orleans. You know people talk about those but this one this one is really really well kept really really well kept and just so nice but you know people don't visit south america so much so they don't know about it but it's really really nice i'll send you the the, the name of the cemetery later it's really, yeah, that, really nice.
0: yeah right but when i go there i mean even before then you know i would drive around but unless i saw like a grave that it, you know, I wanted to get up close to or something right. belonged to somebody or I like the architecture or whatever. Like I didn't even like get off the road, you know because you know i had a superstition it's just a normal person like not to walk over people's graves you know yes and yes of, of course as we know you go to cemeteries and stuff and like there might be stones that are a little recessed into the ground or whatever and you trip yes. and hurt yourself and you know so it's like i'm not saying that cemeteries are unsafe but they're just sort of naturally a place where you should be thoughtful about what you're doing and what where you're walking in there you know yes and you know what um, actually, just remembered this. I think this actually happened in
1: Embalmers Who Care, if I remember correctly. Um, you know, as I said in Jamaica we are a little bit different from the well, not a little bit different. We're we're, we're quite a bit different from the United States as far as death goes, and um, we are not, we don't take it so we don't take it so seriously. I remember someone posted someone yeah someone posted a picture of a garbage can with um some American flags and they were tossed they were tossed in the garbage can. you know it's it's the small plastic ones that you you know that you might put off a memorial here or something yeah you know, small ones absolutely um, so, totally right so they I, it, to me it looked like they were damaged it really it looked like they were damaged so someone went and like probably took them up and like toss them in the garbage can. I didn't, honestly, I didn't see a, a, a big, I really didn't see a big deal in what the person did because if they were damaged, just remove them and then, you know, the cemetery or, yeah, I guess the cemetery would realize that, okay, these need to be replaced. That That was my thinking. People lost their minds. And you know, what, you know, for me, I was like, I, I'm not understand. Maybe because I'm not American, I didn't understand it. Because it's like, you're com- you're having such a big issue with a six inch piece of plastic. I mean, it, I, I really couldn't understand it because, you know, if you really were that, if you cared that much then you wouldn't want to see broken flags at the place but i didn't know that it, the plastic ones needed to be discarded properly i don't think that's i don't think that's, that's a thing
0: yeah i don't know either I, I mean there's a specific very specific ceremonies for the larger ones but yeah i'm i yeah, guess was small plastic ones i guess i never really thought about it you know what if we're ever in the position Gather them up, put them all in the same bag, and then take them to your VFW and say, What are you doing? There? Yes, 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 yes. That's yes, probably yes. the best advice that you could have, you know. Yes,
1: um, yes. Yeah, if the people were just, you know, and I, I think that's that's also why we are different in Jamaica too. I think just our whole outlook on death is, is very different from the United States. Okay. So when I was in the United States. And, you know, we had, a, you know, we, where it was, was very, very organized. Like we knew everything that was going on from well in advance, you know, we, we knew everything. Um, and, you know, they are like, oh you know, we're having a really big funeral and we need to do this, we need to do that. So very professional, very organized. And then I was like, hold on, but there's just like a hundred, you know, there's like a hundred people here and I, I just could never understand it. And, and then I came back and I was like, "Okay, but our funerals are like three, four, five hundred people. Those the funerals there in the United States, not all of them, but you know, a lot of them are maybe fifty people. Some people's just family and and, and close friends." Um, and I did tell you that in Jamaica, it's it's about the excitement and everybody mobs together. So it was kind of shocking to see such such small funerals. That that was, uh, that was a little bit
0: different there, too. Yeah, you know, that's um, that's a good point. Um, as far as I've always understood it, um, you know, employers don't necessarily give time off for funerals of people that you aren't related to or don't yeah. have a close, close relationship to. Yeah, I mean, I've been to a lot of funerals where there's been, you know, 10 people there. It's regularly a concern, um, you know, especially for people who are like real old. Um uh, if there's going to be enough people to be pallbearers, like that kind of thing. Right. So there's just a less of an opportunity for you to be able to go and like support your f- friends who lost somebody. Right, or, right. Like, you kind of uh, um, mentioned that in some places it's kind of a spectator sport, right? So people are, oh boy, you know, uh, Winter and Sons is having a funeral this weekend. We better go check that out, you know. The, the, it's, you, you know you're, you're completely spot on because. Okay,
1: so funerals here, they're honestly, they're complete production. So when you find out that someone passes away and then you know, okay, so this is the date of the funeral, you know that there are events leading up to the funeral. So um, it's, if the person was like a Christian, like a church member, um, you know, the family might decide to have prayer meetings from time to time. Um, we do have a wake in Jamaica. It's called a nine night or a setup. Um, I think I have like some things written. Um, it could be in Balmasu Care, also in Stairs and mortician about the whole, you know, the whole all the events leading up to the funerals. Uh, yeah, somewhere there, um, and on that ninth ninth night, <laughs> we're just gonna call it the, the setup. <laughs> on that setup, what we have it's a big deal because there is music, so there's a live band. Most people choose to use a live band. Um, and you know it usually lasts a couple of hours maybe like four to six hours um some years ago it would go all the way into the morning um and they would have lots of food dancing and liquor all right so traditionally it was you know it was the food dancing and the liquor but there was a table set aside for the deceased so that
0: was the deceased food you
1: know it, that that's that's you know but it was old and traditions and things
0: like that. Yeah, that's great. Okay,
1: expect things. So, you know, you have a funeral and then afterwards you have a repast. So everybody's coming, you know, again, it's it's a community event. Funerals here are community events, especially if the funeral is going to be held at a church in the community and then at a burial site in the community it's a real community event so everybody shows up because there's going to be food togetherness and there's going to be some drinking so that's all we need (laughs) we're caribbean
0: as long as you don't behave too much in the cemetery that's the way it should be right yeah 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 um okay so um that's really all i have for you but before we go um obviously we gotta pump up our sponsor a little bit here. So what's your uh your favorite frigid product that you like to use in honey? You know, I kid you, I kid you not. That humectant
1: it's it's a humectant for me. Yeah, the humectant, I, yeah, I, I think oh, i oh I probably haven't sent it to you, but usually whenever I, I use the humectant, I send like no snap picture. Oh, yeah, like, like oh, so. here the, yeah. the frigid, here's a frigid body. But the yeah. yeah, the humectant is is, is really um, a really good product. Uh, why is it so effective for you? Do you think? Okay, so in where well, you know, most of the people that most of the people that we service, um, they lose older people, and you know, when you have those sunken temples and all of that, that's that humectant. And I the tradition in Jamaica um, is to use gloves. And I do not like to use gloves on dead people. Well, part of it is I just don't like to use gloves. And another thing is I just want to be different from the other funeral homes since they want to, since they usually use gloves. So I don't like the gloves, so I'm like, look, that's humectant. And just, as a matter of fact, you know, because we're in Jamaica, you know, things are expensive to, things are really expensive um, to get here. Um, you know, we're getting paid in Jamaican dollars, and no, it's like uh, I think maybe 140 something Jamaican dollars for one U.S. dollar. So things here are expensive. So I'm um, like, you know, the humectant has to go a far way, and we don't use like massage cream. I, I really don't use a massage cream. I actually use like um, it's like a a hair conditioner, like a coconut hair conditioner. I'm I'm telling you. That's me, humectant, hair
0: conditioner on the hands and the face, and I'm good to go. That sounds like really good advice. Yeah, the humectant is yeah. good stuff. Yeah, and like like you said, if you're using it as a um, internal tissue building technique, like that's, yes. um, that says a lot too, especially if you're like, like you say, you have to be kind of conservative with how much you use and, yeah. you know, and all that other stuff. So yeah, yeah, that's awesome. Remember we, rolled, we, remember, we are on average for us here, all funerals,
1: um, we're about. I think on average, I think we are about five to six weeks, five to six weeks from date of death to, to service date. So we're holding bodies for long. So we we yeah we we need a humectant and we definitely definitely need everything we can everything we can get to have the bodies looking their best on that final day
0: yeah you know the other thing i mean wow i mean that's that says a lot because i know that you've like discussed stuff that you have going on and things like that and like you're like well that one's not for a couple of weeks so if you're using fluid that is like that effective you know that humectant yes keeping people looking good for five to six weeks i mean that's that's quite an endorsement right yeah, oh, definitely, definitely i mean we're we're
1: doing up to we're doing up to like three months, months. we're we're, we're doing up to three yeah
0: up to three months and they are looking just like they passed wow yeah that's that's saying something man because like i've seen some of your finished work that you've shared with me and they look great so if that's what one of the baselines you know the other thing that i've always loved about the humectant from frigid that's its name (laughs)
1: that's exactly it yeah
0: Yeah, you know where i'm coming okay so
1: the funeral home i was coming from um they were solely peers, we're, 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 you know, just peers. And, um, you know,
0: most of the other funeral homes,
1: they were using Dodge. And even where I went to school, the chemicals were Dodge. Um, I did not know about Frigid at all. How I ended up finding out about Frigid was actually doing my internship and um, Nelson and Matt actually came down to the school and um, they did a presentation. And I took the day off, well, no, I think it was my day off. Yeah, it could have been a day off from work. And I, I went to the seminar and I was like, oh, okay. And then Nelson and, I, Nelson and I started chatting and all that. And I was like, he sent
0: me down some humectant and I was like, okay, I moved. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> nice, nice. Yeah, it's good stuff. I use it myself. It's it's definitely effective for that. I never had to use it on a body that would last three months, but I can certainly see the benefits of that. All right. Well, that like I said, that's all I have for you tonight. I really appreciate you taking your time out to, to join us. Yeah, it's great. Um, okay. Well, uh, to everybody else, anything you want to plug before we go? Um. Use frigid,
1: (laughs) 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 that's that's about it. Yeah, you know, honestly, the only thing I can say is that we're funeral professionals. We went to school, we did what we had to and we have had years of experience and we do deserve a little bit more respect that we have been getting. In Jamaica, it's a little bit different. I I, I will say that in Jamaica, it's a little different. People respect um, funeral directors here. They're invited into people's homes. Um, they take care of them properly. I mean, it's not unusual to see the funeral director being the first person served at the repast. The family will make sure they res- family will make sure they're fine, and they really respect them. For example, if I was the one who did mom service. And then that passes. and the one who has to do it. They come into the funeral home requesting the person that they want. So here in Jamaica, yes, we're respected more. Um, in the United States, not so much. Not so much. <laughs> so <laughs> that's that's what that's what I would say because it's a, it really is, it, it's emotionally draining. You have to spend time away from family. It's not the easiest profession to do. So I I think people
0: should that to mind that we sacrifice a lot yeah plug funeral directors I like that yeah <laughs> all right buddy well we'll talk to you soon and we'll see everybody else the next time on the uh, funeral cast yes sir would you like to share your thoughts on any of the topics we discussed today we'd love to hear them email your thoughts to B Schmidt that's B. S-C-H-M-I-D-T at frigidfluid.com, and I'll read them on the show.